0: All right, hello, welcome to Adventures in Lolly Gagging. Jeremy and Aaron were humming about, uh, and was it like, what you said, jock jams? Is that what you said? Yeah. Okay. You all this. ready for this? Yeah, can you give us a little taste of what that sounds like? <laughs> Just pump us up a little bit?
1: You mean pump up the jam? Pump yeah. it up?
0: <laughs> While the beat is something? I pulled an animal. Uh, all right, so yeah, you can see that we are down, uh, we are down in Evan. Uh, but, uh, that's fine. That's fine. Everything will be okay. So we're going to have to delay our, our old man jam, uh, like the, the fight that we're going to have till probably next time. Uh, instead we'll see the rest of them and, uh, we'll just, we're just going to have, you know, I, I was planning just like a campfire scene for two hours where you guys are just telling stories with all these youngins, these little young pups, you know, these impressionable young pups that that's not good. I didn't really prep in. anything for that. I hope we're okay. Everything yeah, I actually. prepped was surrounding Evan, <laughs> so I just kind of threw everything out the window and just <laughs> like, whatever. Okay. Uh, okay. I'm sure we'll be fine. I got a few ideas. So why don't we go ahead, to do some intros and then, uh, then we'll get started. So uh, Kipser, tell us about Lou.
2: Uh, Lou is the uh, official best parent of the lollygaggers in all of the games. <laughs> um, <laughs> she is... She is a paranormal detective of sorts, uh, a ragabash glass weaver. And she, uh, uh, you know, would like to leave this creepy cult. And uh, please try to convince uh, some of her uh, lovely colleagues to uh, join her in saving her son that she definitely did not forget to call a second time. Name one creepy
0: thing about this cult. Name one creepy thing.
2: Well, the dude wants the crown to be the ruler of all the werewolves, <laughs> and it's an old dude with a bunch of teens. That's a bit what? weird. Like you'd be on a list normally. It's not that he's got
0: he's got his uh, his Raven Shifter to hang out with. Like he's, uh-huh. he's it's, it's, mm-hmm.
2: it's, it's, yeah, yeah. They, mm-hmm.
0: they look to him for guidance, for leadership, for wisdom. No. I mean. I feel like you're just, you're just making a beautiful thing ugly there, Lou. That's what you're doing. Just making...
2: <laughs> <laughs> Am I though? <laughs> I don't think so.
0: All right. Next up, uh, Jeremy, tell us about Eustace.
1: Yeah. You know, Eustace just a real nice guy. Uh Heart Warden runs a saloon back in town. Uh, just tries pretty hard to be even keeled, helpful. And honestly, these kids are just making their way as best they know. Um, you know, they turn to somebody trying to share some wisdom with them and they just they seem pretty nice
0: all I know is that they have been nothing but respectful to mm-hmm. every one of you they've been kind and courteous
2: brainwashed uh, and children by an old
0: man Eustace checked for 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 you know mind control stuff
2: and they' said brainwash not mind control
0: yeah okay well one person's brainwash <laughs> is another person's good parenting. I feel like that's really what it was.
3: <laughs> Ow!
0: <laughs> All right, next up, Melissa, tell us about Selena.
4: Ah, uh, yes, yeah, Selena Bendis is our uh, ragabash theorge. No, I don't. I, I know. I just can't. Every time, I just can't get it right. <laughs> Sorry. How do you not children know? of Gaia? I don't Theurge. <laughs> <Unbelievable>. <laughs> Sorry, I know every time she is an aging hippie. And so this like mountaintop group is not something that she is opposed to um, in any particular way. Uh, she was promised some natural things to smoke. And I do not believe that has been uh, delivered upon just yet. So she's still waiting for some post negotiation uh, sitting around a campfire as it were.
0: You wanted to see Mother's Meadow. They took you to see Mother's Meadow, and then they were going to bring you to do other stuff. But then Lou had to come running in and tell everybody what to do, and we
2: so it's really their fault. We have to go run away. Now. <laughs> <laughs> You're going
4: to get a grumpy Selena who could really use some uh, I know where the best
2: drugs are. Don't worry. I certainly <laughs> care about my child. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Child>? <laughs> i have a child oh my god i have a child <laughs> <laughs> had, had,
5: had a child
3: have,
0: yeah. have. Still
5: present
0: oh goodness uh oh. and then finally uh aaron tell us about quiet claw slash Jacques. uh you see a large black furred
5: wolf with golden eyes padding through the meadow Born to the Red Talon tribe, wolf first and foremost, and only condescends to become the weak, furless, pathetic form of a human when absolutely required. Also born under the warrior moon and Arun, uh, and staunch defender of Duke, who he sees as the only one who should probably even attempt to wear the crown.
0: Yeah. Yep, it's going to be interesting killing Evan's character uh, when he's off screen by putting a crown on his head. It's going to yeah. be real interesting. Oh, <laughs> crap. we happened to duke. Oh, well, <laughs> good news and bad news. Uh, good news, you found the crown. Uh, bad news, uh, you're not worthy to wear it. <laughs> the end. That's the end of the story. Uh, all right. So quick summary. Where are we at? So we have traveled north of the of the valley where your your Gaia's Grove is. And uh, we've been doing this because Duke has this notion that this strange black substance that he saw all of you and Adora, one of your your Sept Elders, uh, basically subsume during the opening uh, attack of the uh, Black Spiral Dancers on Gaia's group, he, he seems to think that this is like a ticking time bomb, something bad's going to happen. So he wants to get this cleansing ritual, and he learned that there is this kind of eccentric elder Geru named Josiah Donclaw who lived up north uh, near Flagstaff. And you all traveled up there. Uh, along the way, you got intercepted. Uh, by some kind of werewolf hunters, and it was a brutal battle on the highway. You all did walk away, uh, wounded. You killed most of them, etc. Uh, but uh, you've kind of, sort of, were caught between a rock and a hard place. You decided to continue on towards the Donclaw Commune. You made it there. They have a beautiful uh, bit of country up on the mountains, this forested mountain. Uh, but some people uh, are very judgmental of it. Uh, I won't say who, Lou, uh, but. Uh, you all met some of the some of the community last time. You met you met a lot of young impressionable people. People impressionable
2: like brainwashed children.
0: People like Titan Stonefire, who took time out of his day to drive Lou all the way down the mountain to town, enduring all of her harassment all the way down. Then offered That's to let her take word. his strong truck word. to drive all the way back down to Phaedis to check on her kid. And then drove her all the way back up the mountain, still continuing to get called by the wrong name. Uh, people like Rune Skybinder, uh, who is very, very, uh, very friendly, very impressionable. She uh, she apparently sees visions and interprets them and is trying to learn from someone by the name of Mother Morella, who you eventually learned was a raven shifter. Uh, and uh, you also met, who else did you meet? Lyric Earthhowl, a... Um, uh, sort of a storyteller of some of some some issue uh, also brews. Uh, I think they're, they're the they're the brewer. They brew some some homemade honey mead. Uh, you've met uh, Ember Moon Shadow. I think that was Selena's friend uh, and took you to see Mother's Meadow, this gigantic tree in the middle uh, of this meadow atop this plateau. Uh, and then there's Orion Timberwolf, this very energetic and impulsive young man who really wants to go hunt some shit with Jacques. Uh, and that is uh, that's sort of the crew that you met. this young Garu uh, pack amongst several others. That's just just the people you've met thus far. Now, eventually, you all went into the halls of, uh, of Desai Donclaw and to petition him for help. Uh, to learn this ritual and things didn't go ex- extraordinarily well uh, for one of you uh, as Lou was little, didn't really like the whole process too much. And eventually you learned that there was another person up on the dais in addition to like Josiah Claw, and this uh, mother Morella. There was a mage, uh, at least that's the presumption mage. Uh, and with a little flick of her hand, just made Lou's mouth just go away. Uh, and um, while you all are petitioning, there's an exchange between Josiah and between our own Duke Dusfang, where you could tell that D- Josiah was sort of demeaning Duke periodically throughout. But he agreed. He said, if you if you go on a quest to retrieve this crown, go like on this raid to to sort of raid this uh, this sort of artifact house with like the, that a rich person somewhere somewhere uh, might have then uh, and return it to him and then swear fealty to him. Uh, then yeah, he'll teach you the, he'll teach you the, uh, the ritual. No problem. No problem. Uh, so we're going to pick up then, uh, I will say with, um, we could we could pick up if you want in the, in the hall still. Uh, and we again, see the, the elderly Josiah Donclaw, the cataract eyes. If you don't, if you remember that, uh, you can see mother Morella, uh, slender, Goth, general goth look to her, kind of perched up a bit on the back of her chair, head kind of tilting and moving quickly. Occasionally, she like squawks out some random visions he sees about you all. Uh, and Josiah has just finished up this. Um, I mean, some might call it maniacal laughter uh, as he uh, as as he gave you the quest, and then everything goes quiet, and they all they, they, they kind of turn to you, and he's like and do we have a deal is this in accord See so he looks down at you all
4: I everyone seems to ignore my companion Lou. would like to uh, to uh, have her uh, mouth back she Free has is spoken important
6: to us. enough I believe it will go away in time it will regrow when it is ready.
5: Mm. Doc mm. looks over to Eustace and mm. uh and to Duke. Um, they're his elders, so he expects them to take the lead on it, but he looks like he is willing to do whatever it takes.
1: Yeah, uh I'm in. Uh if it pleases the court, may I speak to the to the lady of mother as many of your uh pack of Calder.
0: So he looks up at where his uh his partner there, Mother Morella, is perched up on the back of her side her her throne, and she can see she nods and she gingerly sort of steps down so that she's almost um Kind of in a squat in the middle of her throne at this point. She's very mm. lithe, almost gangly in some way. Uh, as she moves about, uh, dark clothing here and there. She looks at you and like her head has been tilting. And you can tell she's a little bit curious uh, about you. A few times um, she like kind of mentions, she's like,
6: Use this uh, umbral traveler, ah, knows the spirit, ah,
0: friend, friend. And she kind of says that every now and then as she squawks out uh, and her head, tilting left and right. And that would be my intention, of course.
1: The reason I hope to address you is you you mentioned something that uh, you thought I might be able to see the spirit. And I wonder if that meant there was some spirit I should be looking for whenever we go on our quest. Or mayhaps I was misunderstanding your words.
0: Uh there's an exchange again you can tell that there's a very knowing like series of glances so it's like you can see Morella looks at Josiah Josiah looks at her they both look at Dakota who looks back at them they they all seem to almost be communicating just by facial expression and looks um and it's Josiah who speaks up and he says ah,
6: where will sending you is uh, ah, it uh, it is far from here and it has security
0: uh, the mm. one who, he kind of looks back and forth, eyes over Dakota, as if he's really trying to use his words very carefully.
6: The one who you are liberating the artifacts from is aware of things, incapable. The securities are not just that of mundane human, but uh, they know and have harbored and have harnessed spirits. For security purposes, your uh, prowess might be useful. We have sent the young ones to this place before, and it has not been effective.
1: Well, I am grateful for the heads up. I will keep my eyes peeled.
6: Uh,
0: She can do that, you know.
1: And you look I over, mean,
0: and like the mage is just like flicking her fidget spinner looking at you.
1: I'd be grateful if you didn't. Also, pleasure to meet you as well. I'm not sure whether or not you actually want to be introduced, but
0: just sort of flipping her. She doesn't say anything. She just, here, anyway, he's got her fidget spinner, and that's about it. She's just kind of looking at you.
4: So, so, she, so when you say far away, like what kind of distance yeah. are we?
0: Mm,
6: it is. In, you, you will not be traveling there on highways or on mountains. Dakota will help. You will use the mother's meadow. You will pass through the gauntlet. You will traverse there. You should rest first, for it will sap away the physical strength of the body. You should not go unless you are strong. So perhaps uh, you sleep here tonight and we will make quarters for you. or You can rest. And in the morrow, uh, Dakota will help you. She has a way. She can enhance your shadow stepping. Traverse farther. Isolate and pinpoint better where they're heading. is not on a map, so to speak. Eccentric, rich billionaire. Eh, no roads lead to this place.
4: The rest would be much appreciated. Mm-hmm.
6: We are nothing if not courteous, are we not?
1: Your hospitality I... has been outstanding. Cannot be questioned.
4: Mm. And Selena will just sort of point to Lou's mouth. But but again, I, I still have to say, though, I think... Um, Your I, friend
6: is rude, has no manners or patience, and I, has been disrespectful in the whole into the people of my community. Her mouth will become functional again. When it is outside the range of our ears.
5: Jock just mutters under his breath, Weaver lover.
0: Yeah. And he kind of looks over to you. Think He might have actually heard you. His eyes look terrible, but... <laughs> <laughs> but he doesn't say anything.
6: Now, do you have more questions? My God, are with you. <sighs>
0: It was fine fine and he kind of turns to dakota and you can see she's just again you know, dakota short kind of stocky she's got like this baggy purple like jumpsuit on and shaved head and she's just fine and just you know wiggles her hand a little bit and you see you feel the mouth begin to sort of tear open and your skin kind of flake away lou and you have your mouth back once more
2: Oh, great. This is much better now. Um, Because I don't have the messages to text message. I need to borrow your communication tower, if that's all right. And then I will leave now and you don't have to talk to me.
6: No, no. It was committed. You're back. You're back. We'll we'll contribute to this uh, holy mission.
4: The perk. I think she just meant, like, right now, you won't have to see her again if you just say she can go use the telephone. She's just going to go away from your presence.
2: Yes,
6: I agree. That is not what I was (laughs) interpreting from what she said. But you know your friend better.
4: (gasps) Yes? We all agree. It would be better if she were not in this room with us right now. (gasps)
5: Yeah, <gasps> him, that's true.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Titan,
5: escort this one.
0: And you see Titan come, because remember, Titan and Rune are in the back, and, they, and she, he comes running up. And he's, he's like, Come on, come on this way, man. Come on. Come. Yes, yes, yes. Let's yes, go. Mother. Yes, Mother. And he kind of like, And, and as, as they leave, you just hear him say, Oh, he's
6: a good boy, that one.
0: Very, he's good, very courteous.
6: I'm going yes, to corrupt him. So much patience and wisdom for such a young age. He will lead this commune one day. Yes. Hmm.
5: Did you say this adversary were to face, sire, is he human? Is he mage? Is he something else? Uh, mage? Uh, if we are fortunate,
6: you will not have to face him at all. Uh, you will merely have to face uh, his um, playthings and uh, bypass Mm. the various magical securities that he has put in place.
3: Mm.
6: I am sure though that there are um, plenty of things to tear apart, do not worry. But if the mage is there, you should be sure that my young ones, Are protected, for they will follow you so they can learn. Yes.
4: We will do our best for sure. Mm -hmm.
6: He is weak of body, but he is.
0: Again, looks back over to
6: Powers that are.
4: boggle the mind. And other things, apparently, kind of referring to loose mouth being boggled.
6: <laughs> that is a common trick. Uh, from what I know, very easy, small compared to what might await
4: you. Good, good to know. Good to know. Um, you know, I was definitely, I think, looking to get some um, local. Uh, product to assist with the <laughs> rest this evening. You
6: stand <laughs> before a king and you ask <laughs> if he's got any weed.
4: The the, the best I can only imagine. <gasps> they will take care of you. Thank you. Ooh.
1: Once again, we appreciate the hospitality and putting mm. us up for a night. If there's any way you can be of service tonight before we head out tomorrow, please don't hesitate to ask.
6: You are a good boy. Not like this one.
1: He nods towards Lou.
6: <sighs> it is nice to know that I Lesser Nobles,
0: like... Oh, he nods as you walk away. Like,
6: It is nice to know that Lesser Nobles, like Mr. Dustfang here, can attract quality. <sighs> You must well, do good service for him.
1: I will try to. You know, yeah. everything always balances out. I suppose you might have one person on this end, get another person on that end, and I see. Best you can.
3: Hmm.
6: Wisdom. Yes, we have Ish. picked well. We have picked well. You will. You will be a good influence on the youngin.
1: Well, I sure hope so. I really like all of them. They seem like a fine, young group of people.
6: Uh,
1: yes. You shall be a very loyal
6: and powerful patron for them. Yeah. Yes. holding in service to the crown, of course. <laughs>
4: Selina's going to look around to everyone, including Duke, and just say, well, all of us lesser nobles and those in service of them should probably rest up for the night.
0: <laughs> he starts laughing. You even see, like, Duke kind of chuckle.
4: <laughs> no, 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 no. no.
6: <laughs> my, uh, my grace only extends so far. Duke, as much as I hate to admit it, is from... Lesser noble than each, the rest of you. You are like weeds, but even weeds can grow to be useful,
1: like mountain flowers. They're beautiful.
6: Yeah, wisdom. So much wisdom in this one.
4: <laughs> Thank yeah. you, sir. We'll take yeah,
1: your yeah. leave. Thank you
0: once again.
4: Yeah, 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 yeah. And you
0: just hear her like squawking next. Thing. And she's like constantly, like, she's like shouting out your names here and there. And like, he's like little whispers every now and then when she said something.
1: Pleasure to meet you know, as well, no. man.
0: And you too. Okay. And she's just like, you can see, uh, Dakota just does like one of those, like head, like just a head nod up. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like <this basically. laughs> and then all of you, uh, leave the, the hall at this point, uh, Lou, you left first, you wanted to go to the communications hut and you do you go inside. Uh, and you can see that there is a decent spread of computers. Uh, it's like a small little computer lab. There's also some phones. There's a, you know, there's like an old fax machine and everything. And none of it is like, I would say top of the line, brand new, but it's not like 20 years old or anything like this. It's, it's, it's it's, uh, it's modest, but it's respectable in terms of what they have access to. Um, probably yeah. roughly on par with what Gaia's Grove had before you started maybe souping it up a bit.
2: Yeah, she uh-huh. definitely would have fixed it. But you know Titan, will I fix uh, your setup here cuz there's a few you... uh, what is that wire chewed through by rats? Oh my god. So there's a little my work to do. Right. Well, look, I always knew your name. I was teasing you. But tell me, you know the lores and the histories of uh, werewolves?
6: Uh some of it. T- some of it. Interesting things.
2: Yes, do you have a story of success or is it always as the werewolves have failed?
0: Uh I don't understand what you mean. Like,
2: what have we succeeded at doing this over and over and over and over again with the werewolf kings? Why, uh, why does he need kinghood when he has you and your friends just helping out and enjoying nature together? What does he looks
0: really uncomfortable? He's like, I, 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 yeah.
2: Think about Uh, it. You don't have to answer right now, but there's something to be. Yeah, you can't just die zero first. Okay, look, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You might want me to call right now, but listen to me, because I'm the elder, right? So you have to. It's the paradox of this, which you do not like. And that mm. is something you have to think about.
0: Okay. All right. Okay,
2: dial zero. Here we go. All
0: right. Now who are you calling?
2: Uh okay, I will call my son.
0: Okay. So the phone rings and rings and rings. And, um, eventually on the third ring, uh, phone picks up and you hear, Hey.
2: Hello, this is, uh, someone speaking for your mother right now. I was hoping to speak with someone named Lucas. What? Um, I'm just wondering about your current whereabouts. We have a package to deliver you. Oh. Your mother said that you needed to sign for it.
0: Okay. Oh. You-
2: I do need a location, She wants yes. the
0: address. Should I give her the address? And you hear just he kind of like whispers to somebody in the background.
2: Am I able to, is there like a check I could do to to listen in and see if I can hear more?
0: Uh, Sure. Oh, actually, Uh,
2: sorry. I do want, um, I forgot earlier, uh, record the phone call.
0: Okay, yeah, sure. Uh, No problem. Um, Just roll awareness test. Wits, see what you can hear.
2: Awareness test. Okay, okay, okay. Um, And wits roll. Uh, that is three successes.
0: Okay. You hear, as it looks like, like there was like a, as he moved the phone Mm -hmm. around clearly and he was sort of half, half, you know, half, you know, half kind of covering it up, but not probably not trying too hard. And, Mm -hmm. and you hear, I'll say since with three, you probably heard the whole thing. You're like, who is it? And you go like, and you hear, it's just, it's my mom pretending not to be my mom. And then. And then you, you, then you hear like him, like he's like, what? What does she want? And then, he's like, and then here, she wants the address. And then you hear, we'll give it to her. Like, why does she even want it? She already knows the address. And then that's where we're up to. Uh, and I would say you recognize the voice is Riley.
2: Okay. Well, they both know I've pulled this shit before. This isn't an uncommon thing for me to do. Uh, okay. Well. Clearly, Riley is there, but I listen. I didn't tell Riley your address and they found you. So just, you know, uh, keep an eye on the door if you need to. Okay, Lucas, but you are okay. The zombies are okay. Yes or no? Yeah, I Uh, say teapot if you're uh, uncomfortable or something is wrong at any point in time. Okay, teapot. Okay, cool. I will. uh, Okay,
0: she this guy's your friends, your friends like sofa sucks
2: i understand all right i will see what i can do i'm coming okay uh okay i talk to you soon okay bye and okay. She'll, um be, be careful where you should okay. <laughs> don't uh don't drink too much okay the keys you know are hidden yes you got some
0: oh my god Okay, okay, goodbye.
2: You're, don't forget to drink your water.
0: Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <The phone clicks.
2: laughs> I
4: couldn't have heard about zombies. Don't forget your shoes. <laughs> well, if he needs
2: to run, he needs to wear his shoes indoors. It's not Look. usually customary for our household to have shoes indoors, so he has to be knowing mm-hmm. that he needs to wear some inside.
1: Yeah. And obviously, if you've got to run away from zombies, you need to be hydrated.
2: Yes. It's very important that they are covering all the physical bases.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
2: Okay. It sounds like like
0: it's fine. sounds like it's fine. No. What are you talking about?
2: Everything seems fine. No. Um, All right. Uh, I think I need uh, Titan. Uh, Where did they put uh, the rest of them? Do you know?
0: Wait. The rest of what? My pack. Uh, I think they're getting rooms in the mansion.
2: Ugh,
3: all
0: right. An honorable position to, to to stay within the house.
2: Is it okay?
0: Yeah. I mean, the rooms are is very nice, comfortable.
2: Where do you stay in this
0: e- compound? Usually in the bunkhouse with the other.
2: But the other there initiates. is a lot of room in the castle.
0: I mean, there's some Hmm. Uh, you I couldn't mean,
2: do bunk beds or something with your friends
0: i mean we like it out here uh, you're, okay like the bunks are comfortable and everything we have what we need like uh, i mean we have the baseline of
2: need isn't always the quality of life um all right let's go to the castle and see about finding uh some of my pack
0: uh yeah okay uh This way, ma'am. And just keep sinking. Yes, ma'am. Opens the door for you. He's very, very courteous. And takes you back inside. All right. The rest of you. Uh, Rune would have led you uh, to other places within the uh, the mansion. She would have set up rooms for you, that kind of thing. All the rooms are quite nice. Um, Not, I would say... Extravagant, uh, but at the same time, certainly a step up from what you saw in the bunk houses and definitely a step up, uh, from probably what you've seen at guys Grove. Um, it almost looks like, you know, like an antique, an antiquers sort of dream here as it looks like they've essentially just collected a dis, you know, all these disparate pieces and stuff. And, and somebody has has pieced them together to create these nice little rooms. And so, yeah, you're basically assigned rooms in the house. Um, that you're welcome to stay in, uh, and, you know, you're kind of given directions on when there's, you know, when there's feasting, when, you know, when's this, when's that. So you have the run of the place, um, to do whatever it is that you would want to do. And at some point, Lou can join in on that as well. Okay. So I know I want to
1: make good on my promise to go back and fix some of the damage I did over at the Mead Brune place. Okay. Yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, we'll say. I mean, we don't have to play it all out. Just if everyone, if there's something everyone's doing, we can say that Eustace, you're going back and you're repairing. Selena, we know you're going. You're getting your peyote or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lou and Jacques, what would we say you're probably doing for the rest of the day? What do we think?
5: Uh, Jacques drops into lupus form as soon as he's away from from everybody else and just pads out of the castle and goes look for Orion so he can go on a hunt on the grounds.
0: Yeah. Uh, and it's not long before you find him and he has uh, a small, there's a small group of other folk uh, that are going to go out and, and we'll just sort of montage that all together where we see Jacques being taking out be- beyond like the uh, mother's meadow into these trailheads and pass and kind of past these very spirit pools and creeks and things like that. And eventually you're just in wilderness and there's like not a sound at all that isn't of the wilderness and, the, the few of you just spent the, the evening kind of hunting down whatever it is that you're able to track. Uh, Selena, you are taken to mother's meadow. Uh, and as the, the day progresses and eventually turns to evening and night bonfires get lit. You can see, uh, music begins to be played. Uh, there's a pavilion nearby where like some sort of the spoils of the hunt and various other, uh, other products brought in from the gardens and uh, from the mead house they kind of stack things up and it just becomes this basic, like a festival, like a bonfire festival. Uh, you can see even at some point, like mother, mother Morella comes out and they all kind of greet her with like this, this reverence and she's very kind to each of them, but she still has that strange way about her. Uh, and you can even see that at one point, you know, Josiah will look out and kind of wave, uh, from the, sort of the steps leading up into his mansion. Um, and what about Lou? Uh, What would Lou have been doing this afternoon, this evening?
2: Lou would first try to find Selena um, and then maybe Eustace. Uh, Selena? Uh, Yes. Did you make your call? Uh, yes, yes, yes. So if you listen to these recordings that I made, uh, and mm-hmm. I've got like just a little portable cassette player, so hit play. So I asked him to say teapot if he was uh, uh, in bad situation, and he did say teapot. So I think I might need to uh, make a legger. Um, away from the cult again. I know I went down the hill and then came back up because I wanted to make sure you guys were okay and felt a lot of conflict. But now I feel like I should probably go to Lucas and I'm wondering if uh, maybe you run away with me. Uh, can I hear the whole thing?
4: I hear oh, yes. him you really go. talking? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am. Um. Like,
2: I know you've got your green stuff, but we can pack some for the road sure uh can i
4: try to do like an insight or something to see like what i hear when i listen to that
0: sure yeah.
4: recording yeah
0: absolutely uh insight if that's what you like to do. insight probably uh i don't know composure or something um
3: okay that works
4: it's an awful flip and roll one one two two ten seven
0: (laughs) uh this is two successes uh i mean as far as i mean what
4: happens if you get multiple ones or twos on a rage dice
0: uh if you have two uh it's a brutal outcome
4: yeah Uh, because i got a, a one and a two on my rage dice
0: OK, um, so, <laughs> Selena, you're a little um, you're a little out of it, right? You're 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 sampling the wares of this place, I would imagine. Uh, and you are by, I would think, one of the bonfires or something like that. And we'll say you're listening in. You're kind of getting a little woozy here and there as this stuff is is excellent. And you hear and you listen. And as far as you can tell, kid does not fa- and he doesn't sound scared. Doesn't sound nervous. He sounds annoyed that he's having to talk to his mother. And it just feels like he was saying whatever he could as quickly as he could just to get her to hang up the damn phone. Uh, That's what it sounds like maybe to you, but you don't obviously know him as well. Uh, And as you go to hand the phone back to Lou uh, or whatever, because you recorded on your own cell phone, right?
2: Well, well, I was thinking I had to tape recorder because we also had VHS in this era.
0: We're gonna say that you uh, that that you fumble it and you no. uh, and you kind of you, you kind of go to reach it and you smash and you accidentally step on it and that smashes it and as you go and you pick oh. it up it just sort of fumbles out of your hands into the bonfire oh.
4: magically. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. oh oh just just butter fingers. Oh, oh man oh. oh, no. oh.
2: I, I needed that as as I was oh. going to show it to Eustace as well, so he would join oh, us.
4: Oh, oh, uh, so oh, uh-huh. so sorry about that. But but really though, I I really think you should just chill. Like he's just he just sounded like a kid who's like you sent some like dude to go over and like check on him, and like he's he like, events. okay, and
2: that's sort of weird. Dude, Riley.
4: Well, right, but like, but you I know, never
2: told Riley where's the bunker was
4: but i mean so could have just like called him or something like if you guys know ah. each other they might just like have his number or something and like i don't know it just sounded like he's like fine mom i'm fine can i go can i just go i'll just say the thing you said and then i'll just be on my way
2: yeah but the thing i said was to say if he was feeling uh you know uh, needed support and help right away is what i said for that work
4: you just said if he's like feeling a little weird or anxious and he's like yeah dude's got an uncomfortable couch and my mom won't (laughs) shut up to think he's just you said teapot he said teapot i think you know i think it's fine
2: uh would um, Selena be able to roll any sort of persuasion check on Lou? Because Lou is is uh, wired right now.
4: <laughs> Me and my one pip of manipulation and <laughs> zero pips persuasion. Do you have any leadership? <laughs> you can always do leadership if you have There's yeah, absolutely <laughs> nothing that has to do with social stuff that Selena is even remotely good at. Okay, I
0: think uh, I
2: see that you're busy, but we'll see if we, if we can roll. <laughs> you can do
0: composure too instead of uh, manipulation. You can do composure plus persuasion. Sure. I mean, you don't have anything in that, but you can do that.
4: Sure. I'm at least rolling three but, dice. We're just <laughs> kind of trying to keep go. her
0: calm. Like you're keeping your composure yeah. and trying to get it. Like,
4: remember fine. we did this last time and you're all right mm. and he was fine. Oh, yes,
2: because it was. So those echo stations Hell are also something freaking, yeah. <laughs> oh,
4: no. 10, 10, 8. <laughs> oh that is All a right.
0: critical success then. that is <laughs> what is that like five successes Something five like successes that? yeah critical um so there you go lou
2: okay okay zen okay t- i'll t- she'll take just, out a cigarette we, and sit down next we to just Celina. talk
4: about this like a week ago like yes but Z- helicopters are Z- cool to like get you from one place to the other uh, but as a way to parent it sucks
2: Yes, but I feel like he wanted me to come back now.
4: Okay. No, there's nothing in that that said, hey, mom, I could use talking to you more.
2: <laughs> okay. How long do we think this weird little uh, rights quest for the throne of the werewolves is going to take?
4: I. Um, I don't know maybe like a day or two like oh. he's caught Riley Riley's a cop he'll be fine
2: Riley is not a cop he is a PI we don't deal with cops we break laws too much
4: even better he doesn't have like an actual job to go report to <laughs> and leave Lucas all alone
2: it's all good. we have an actual job thank you very much we run a detective agency the forgotten well, records
4: I'm just saying when you work for yourself, you can prioritize when your partner's kid needs something and just go hang out with them. It is
2: a real job.
4: Yeah. I, I don't That's
2: all. Uh, I don't understand. I will, okay. Okay. I think I will go talk to Eustace. Enjoy the smoke. I will not make a legger. Hopefully, this quest will be it one day. I'm going to go talk to Eustace.
4: Okay. If okay. he's got any more of that brew, I, I wouldn't mind some.
2: <laughs> I will let him know. Uh, I did say i tell him that I would help fix this thing if it needed help.
4: Okay. okay.
0: Are there... So if you're going to go talk to Eustace, so are you going to try to get Jeremy to go with you down back or try to get him to convince you to stay? Or is it just like you're... No, you're... Selena
2: has convinced Lou to, like, hold off for a day. So she okay. is going to go and just help you stay, talk complain at Eustace for as much Mm -hmm. as Eustace will allow it and Mm -hmm. then help him fix the the brewer's kit absolutely
1: man I can't imagine you know it sounds like you just really want to help your son right well he's not really receiving it the way that you would hope he would
2: well yes because I'm still here and he is over Mm -hmm. there
1: I know and he needs you but he's not really acknowledging that he needs you
2: well, he said teapot, though. But Selena says that, that is still okay, and she was very yeah. convincing.
1: Maybe there's some part of him that wants you to know that he understood you, even though he was trying to get home. And if, if anything, doesn't mean he's trying to reach out to you on some level, it means he does care about you enough to uh, listen.
2: Okay, okay, okay. So let it means me you've th-
1: raised a good boy.
2: Well, yes, I do appreciate you teaching him some of the uh, the cooking the other day. It's uh, I think something he would enjoy more of.
1: Oh yeah, I'm I'm gonna put him on staff when he gets, you know,
2: to a point well, he wants to. Buzzers and when we break into some facilities and take some photos that are for uh, you know, a little bit of uh anti uh corporation stuff. Anyway, uh let's mm-hmm. fix your brewers' kits. I uh I I probably have some skill sets that can help here.
1: Oh man, that'd be greatly appreciated. Thank you. I, I felt really embarrassed earlier. They were being so nice to me and just um whatever they put in this, it is it just really Got me wired for a second. I normally don't lose my cool, and I felt really embarrassed. I don't like... um... I
2: think it's fine. We're werewolves. These things happen. We get strong emotions. Selena also is very much into the green stuff right now and would like Mm. a little bit bit of a brew once we have this fixed.
1: Okay, then. But
2: I think you're okay to feel embarrassed. We are uh, still werewolves, and we are still strong emotions.
0: That's true. I'm glad you're here.
2: Yes. Okay. Let's take a look. All right.
0: So we'll say that you two repair without issues. Selena just disappears into the ether. Jacques, you sink your teeth into, uh, into some, you know, var- various kills off in the wilds, come back triumphantly. And we'll say the night passes, you all, um, manage to get rest. You all managed to recover some, uh, if anybody needed to heal anything or if you were doing any sort of regen, you might want to address that now. Um, but morning will eventually come, uh, and you will be sought out just before dawn. Uh, and so either finding you inside, if you, if you if you took advantage of the, the home, the, within Dawnclaw's home, if you took advantage of the room, or if you found some other place to crash, uh, someone will find you and eventually kind of summon you. Uh, to Mother's Meadow, and you can see you get to Mother's Meadow. It is a place where there's still a handful of folks that, like you, are just sleeping. You can see there's people sleeping in Lupus form. You can see there's people sleeping in Hamid form. You can see that there's still some embers uh, here and there. Some folks did all-nighters and everything. It's a, and this just seems to be par for the course. Everyone's sort of happy about it. Um, but eventually, you're summoned and you're you're brought into the meadow itself. You can see. That Josiah and Morella have come down from the have come down from the mansion. You can see that Dakota is there as well. All of the the five pack, young pack, uh, have are there, ready to go. Uh, very exciting, bright eyed. Uh, some of you spent some time with them, and they are ready to begin the ritual uh, of shadow passage, the, the pass through the Ghana This is the best place to do it, uh, and that will begin your your journey. So, Selena
4: so uh, can do that with them.
0: Uh, indeed. So do you want to do you want to roll it? You're, you're welcome to roll it.
4: Uh,
0: if you if you have the uh, now, plus who, does, who does Shadow Passage? I've got either, it. either. You got it. OK, you're welcome to roll it. So basically, uh, you can take uh, two dice from Dakota's assistance. So two bonus dice from Dakota's assistance. And if any of you also have it, uh, and you're helping out, you're welcome to take it as well. Um, but otherwise, uh, you can kind of begin and just sort of describe what it looks like when, uh, when Selena kind of goes to the path, it doesn't take that long. We'll say it probably takes maybe a good 10, 15 minutes to kind of go through the right. Uh, you're doing it in the, sh- in sort of the, the shadows, the early morning shadows of the wisdom tree as the sun's coming up barely through the branches here and there. It's very, very, uh, sort of serene feel to it. Um, And the difficulty here is only a two. Um, So this is very, very low difficulty.
4: Uh, Four successes.
0: Okay. So um, what does it look like as Selena? You lead this. You can see there's sort of this awkward, like sore thumb of Dakota who is periodically redirecting you like maybe you're moving about she sort of shifts you or you speak something and she corrects you here and there she's very subtle about it but like it's hard not to see her as she just kind of in her bright bright purple uh uh jumpsuit and uh and very and her voice seems just seems to cut through all the noise and you can just hear her no matter where she's standing so what does it look like selena
4: so This is, I'm going to say, I'm kind of looking over the description of writer shadow passage. And one of the things is like, um, one of the ways that you can do it has to do with sort of like consumption of like hallucinogens and things as like part of the right. So that tracks for Selena. So I'm going to say she's kind of not entirely clear headed from the night before. Um, And so this is kind of in appearance. It sort of looks a bit in this, like it's drawing in sort of the, like Selena's used to doing this in more of a little kind of like a desert area. So it's a little more sort of like kind of drawing in the, the sand usually. Um, but it's sort of just this like, um, kind of whatever comes to mind. So like there isn't supposed to be sort of a particular thing that happens. It's just sort of kind of feeling one with the winds at that particular time and the sound of any animals that happen to be nearby and just sort of turning that into this sort of like patterned, you know, kind of drawing in the, in the dirt kind of a thing.
0: So kind of all around you, like the, uh, there's like this singular sheet uh, that just kind of flickers almost like a, almost like a mirage in the distance, but it's up close and it moves across you. Uh, and then it starts to move across the other right participants. And that's all of you. That's all of the younger that's, uh, that's decoded to a degree is like all of you are just sort of getting pushed or pulled through, uh, the gauntlet. You can feel the, like the, so the morning moisture begin to fade. Uh, and you can feel like your your skin start to tingle. Uh, the hair on the back of your necks or your arms begin to sort of rise here and there, this like surge of static electricity almost uh, as everything around you begins to blur a bit, but never quite goes black. Yeah. And then it just like that suddenly refocuses and you see yourselves no longer within Mother's Meadow. Uh, You can see that you are surrounded, the five of you. So your pack in the young Gara pack, you do not see Dakota. Um, Selena, the last thing you heard of her uh, was just like, see ya. And and then like that, you were gone. In front of you, uh, you can see that you are staring out at this undulating. uh, And when I say undulating, I don't mean, I mean, it's literally like waves just, just sort of shifting, undulating uh, hillside, mountainside, covered with trees. And it's just like the earth itself has this very soft rocking to it in front of you. You all can kind of almost feel yourselves kind of going up and down and up and down. There's these like massive triangular trees that just seem to at the very top turn to this small little powder and just drift upwards into this far off kind of astral type sky uh you hear this very slight hum uh and you can't quite exactly place it uh, but you have reached the umber Uh, and you can hear there's a giddiness to the to the young folk around you they're like okay we're here we can do this we can do this this time we can do this this time and then they all kind of look up towards the five of you. In this case, the four of you uh, for guidance. Um, Eustace, you're the most familiar. I think you have the lore sheet for Humble Traveler. Mm. Uh, so you would basically... Have, you, I mean, you guys have done this before. All of you would know this. But you do know that the longer you stay in the Umbra... So this is just rules of the game. The longer you stay in the Umbra, the more scenes you do in the Umbra, the more willpower you have to expend to keep your body from withering. Uh, so... Uh, the idea is like you're traversing this and you're trying to get to wherever it is you're going, but at the same time, like you, you, you know, you want to be quick about it or else you eventually start to run out of willpower or something bad might happen to you in in the physical world. Um, you would also know Eustace that, uh, traversing or navigating the umbra is less about like survival skills, like the idea of tracking, uh, like one might do in the, in the real world on a real mountainside and real forest. And it's more about wisdom and occult, and kind of interpret interpreting what you see ahead of you and trying to sort of you know, deduce exactly what might be going on in this area based upon what you're uh what you're seeing so um do you take the lead then eustace uh considering you you've got the umbral traveler trait do you try to like like take point and try to venture onward or would you say somebody else does that
1: I mean, I'm not going to let you part me up like that and not do it. Okay. <laughs>
0: okay. All right. So uh, go ahead. And the, the choice is normally a cult or wisdom. So you can kind of choose. That's usually like a, a good combo. Uh, so as long as one of those is the base, you can pair it with something else. So if you wanted to use wisdom plus some other skill or a cult plus some other attribute, I'm fine with that. I know wisdom okay. is one of your renown. So it's kind of up to you how you want to uh, how you want to combo it.
1: So, I don't have a cult, but I've got wisdom. I'm trying to sure. think, dude. Resolve? Yeah, maybe resolve. Would wisdom resolve be all right? I am. You, you tell composure? me how it looks.
0: It's very much true. I'm treating this a lot like a delve in heart right now. Okay. So, it's like you, like you use what you think. Like I, the I think the
1: whole thing versus. about use is that he's just level headed at all mm-hmm. times. And I would try to angle for going more of the composure route. Where he doesn't okay. let the fact that we're in some weird alternate world phase him. It's just he's calm, paying mm-hmm. attention to things, trying to filter it in via wisdom and just taking like the little hints of like, oh, if, if the if the landscape is undulating in this way, maybe that means it's trying to lead us in that direction. Pair that up with the, the stars seem to be shining at this mm-hmm. angle, but just kind of just taking it all in stride.
0: OK, uh, we'll give it a rip. We'll see how you do try is it letting me i was trying to click wisdom on the
1: sheet but i don't know if that's working for me so I just click composure and then i'll add two okay in theory i will
0: sorry it's being a little stubborn what
2: would, <clears throat> would i be able to help him in any way give him extra dice by by rolling anything
0: yeah what do you what how is it that you're helping how does I it look like
2: i do have two points in a cult and can roll wisdom um and then use that to support his innate na- navigation
0: sure uh, go ahead and take an extra die then uh, as uh, you're kind of reading some of what you're seeing maybe you're even trying to get a sense if there's like weaver spiders around and you get the sense okay. that there might be but there's nothing to um, uh, to well, just
1: click resolve because that'd be the same as if I had used
0: sure okay five successes. Excellent. Looks like a critical as well. So traveling through, um, this, this sort of undulating wavy, uh, uh, like, like hilly force, it's almost as if the earth hasn't settled as if it's in this constant state of uncertainty, but at the same time, it's not throwing you guys off. It's not causing like the travel itself to be particularly uh, different than if you were just walking like on a path. Um, but you can, nonetheless, it's affecting like what you see out in front of you. And you realize at a certain point, you just said, it's not necessarily about what you see. Like that's kind of what you start to focus on. It's less about what you're physically seeing and more about kind of this, this, like you're reaching out other senses. You're listening, you know, you're, you're, you're sniffing what's what sort of sense or are, are wafting down from these, these strange like conical trees. You notice that like they're it's almost like they're shedding, but they're constantly shedding this upward pattern. So every time like they go up, Uh, In terms of the frequency, you can just see little, little sort of almost like digital leaves begin to float upwards. Um, Lou, you can see far above uh, as he's, as Eustace is kind of leading the group and trying to figure out exactly which path to take between uh, the various trees in this forest. And you can see far above these little lines, and it's 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 almost imperceptible to your sight. But you can see these tiny little lines, and an occasional flicker. It almost looks like a star at first, until you realize it's just like an orb spider, or 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 some other um, some other uh, tool of the weaver. And you can almost kind of track them in some ways, like power lines. Uh, and kind of between the two of you, you're able to kind of weave through uh, this forest. Eventually, though, you get to the as you're you're traversing, you get to the point where the earth itself, that waving sort of stops like behind you. It's still going almost wildly to the point where you're starting to see it's getting more violent and more violent and more violent and a tree or two uproots and starts to float up into the sky. And you notice that everything kind of weaves down into this, this narrow valley and use this. You can see, on either side of this valley, there is this uh, very stark and very steep wall that just kind of goes up and then eventually sort of fades uh, into the astral sky. And you can see that standing in front of you, um, sort of blocking the path, it looks like there's these two gargantuan statues, um, kind of red, sort of like a red brick, like a Sedona red stone. Um, they are massive cats like jaguars or, 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 uh, or, mountain lions that are standing before almost blocking that path. And as you're looking at them, you notice their head tilt and then going to lean down and they are probably a hundred times your size. Like they're enormous and they're looking down at you. You can see there's these large jewels of some kind that begin to glow uh, and you can see they look down. Like, there's this bluish glow that's beginning. Um, and you hear the young start to get nervous. And, like, they're like, and this is where, this is where Rosewood,
6: this is where he Ye- used this. This is where they they caught Rosewood.
1: All right. What happened to Rosewood?
0: We we're trying to go forward. but just, like, we just... We figured, and you can see that this is Titan who comes up, and he's normally fairly calm, but he's a little mm-hmm. bit nervous, and he's like, and they were, they were just standing there, and they were staring at us. They were like, we, we tried talking to them, but they didn't listen to us, and then, and then we just, then we just said, hell with it, we could probably just, we'll just go right. That they, they were stone, and then, and then we ran, and then these, like beams came out of the light, came out of their eyes, and they came down to the ground, and then, and then. Well, then we were six. Mm. The rest of us, like, we made it past, but... but We never found him.
1: Hmm. Okay. Okay.
4: The running through
5: is not the answer. Jacques Jacques pads up and he takes out a liver from the mule deer he killed the the night before. And he, he places it on the ground in front of the, the, the cat statue to the right. And then he kind of he, he, he's, he shifts into lupus form and he kind of leans back and rolls onto his side and bares his belly a little bit and then kind of uses his paws to scoot the liver towards the cat as an offering.
0: Nice. See the, the largest one or not the largest one, the one that you, you put the offering in front of, they the eyes begin to dim ever so slightly, and they bend down this massive head. You can even feel like little drippings of a combination of like dirt from the stone, but also saliva just sort of drooling out of their mouth. As they come down, like over top of Jacques, this big giant claw comes around and just sort of rocks quiet claw just a little bit in the ground. And then with a decent amount, it's kind of gentle, just kind of scrapes him backwards, almost like it's hiking a football slowly and just drags him to the other side and you no longer see him.
4: oh well i certainly didn't come prepared with one of those two
2: Huh? yes that is a little problem
0: all right uh i did and then and then you can see i'm gonna say at that like like orion uh who also hunted with Jacques, He he goes and he like really tended like, Oh yeah, I got this. Yeah, I got this. And he just rushes up and he's like kind of red hair, very impetuous, you know, kind of quick, to t- quick temper, everything like that. He comes up, does the same thing. He freaks out a little bit when this giant cat comes down as he sets this, uh, this, this meat in front of the other ja- Jaguar. But eventually the exact same thing happens. And he just kind of, the paw comes down and gently just scrapes him through the dirt until it's back behind and with Jacques. And so I, the two of them make an offering of some kind. And it seems that they've been accepted.
4: Oh, well, okay. Uh, and we seem to figure it out. What, but again, I didn't go for the hunt last night. I don't Mm. have one of those. What do I
2: have? Lou will, uh, pull out their pack of cigarettes Okay, I'm going to try this, and we'll see what happens. This is pretty much the only thing that I have. I know I'm about to die. I will go. I will put the offering down and move back and see if they if they like it, and then maybe Selena, you have some some green stuff left.
4: I do. That that is what I also have. So maybe we yep. maybe and then
2: Eustace the alcohol.
4: You 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 go on one side, I go on the other, and we'll try uh, okay. a little bit of uh, two options with that.
2: Yes, uh, I feel like yours will go over better. It's a little more natural, but you know this is going to uh, this hurts me a little bit. I think I'm going to be taking some negatives after this.
5: Two so questions, we're gonna go Lou. from glass walker to shadow lord next. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: so, two questions what brand does Lou smoke? And then, secondly, high or low?
2: The one with the camel on it.
0: Okay, with well, the camel on it. Okay, okay, I don't
2: know cigarette brand. That's fine, that's fine.
0: <laughs> it's called Camel. Uh, Camel, yeah. If there's another cigarette with a camel on it, that would be strange. <laughs> <laughs> it's certainly possible. Uh, okay. So you, you put you get your camels out. You We're put them on the ground in front. Put them on the ground.
2: Uh, um, I will say uh, go high. We'll go high.
0: Okay. Uh, you can see the head comes down. Uh, it takes a huge sniff of you, Lou. The paw comes as well. But it doesn't come like behind you just to rake you in. Instead, it just comes down and just grinds the cigarettes, just grinds them into the earth. Oh, And that's when it a removes help. when it removes its paws, you can see that there's just there's just dust that just starts to float up into the sky.
2: I needed those if they weren't going to have them. <laughs>
4: oh, ah, uh, hmm. This is unfortunate. It makes me think that maybe I shouldn't uh offer
3: no.
0: Perhaps so,
4: not. Okay.
0: The, good. If you got if you if I, I want you all to do your, your solutions right. before <laughs> I think I've got up an idea way, like, for trying to distract them. Because there's one thing. Server?
1: Okay. Cats are funny. Like if you make eye contact with a the cat, they don't look away. They'll keep staring in the eye. But they don't really like you to look them dead on in the eye. You kind of like look them in the eye, but just like a half inch askew, right? So mm-hmm. what I'm thinking is I'll basically kind of look them in the eye, but not directly in the eye. And I'm going to take out my guitar, which I have my uh, my specialty in performing. And I'm going to start trying to distract them while the others go through as uh, as I play a rendition of the Presidents of the United States song, Kitty. <laughs> you know, kitty hit my foot and I want to scratch it. All right, roll performance. <laughs> Dear God, I'm trying to stay calm. You know, just calm and cool, keeping my composure. Okay, roll performance. <laughs> I know you didn't expect that. No, <laughs> boss' successes
0: in a crit is very good. So there you are. And like you got everyone's ready to go and you just start mm-hmm. you start playing mm-hmm. and the cat like moves quicker than you've seen the cat as like their head just turns in that kind of cat kind of way. And again, systematically sweeps down head first, takes a long whiff head, the hand, the paw comes down. You can see everyone's getting ready to run, uh, at least the young ones that are left, everyone other than, than Ryan. What about Lou and Selena? Are you you doing this? Are you gonna make a break for it, it?
2: Yes. Okay. I will run with Eustace. I will make sure it goes okay first with him okay. so that he's not alone. Selena
4: will go with the young ones.
0: Okay. Uh Selena, go ahead and give me a athletics dexterity roll to see how fast you are. Ew. Roll
4: it's well. Not, That's the roll. Uh, yeah. You can roll for I'm, me. That's
5: seven dice. <laughs>
4: <laughs> That'd probably be good. I will. Um. Yeah, I'll spend double power later if I need to. Sure. Um. Is three enough? Uh,
0: I mean, something will happen no matter what you roll. You just tell me once you're once you're comfortable.
4: Uh, I'll try to. Uh, I'll
2: try to. Can't believe they didn't oh. want cigarettes. Three
4: is uh, what it is. Okay.
0: So you and the other four run. Uh, And you can see that that might not be a good idea. As the other one of the jaguars, their hand sweeps down much more quickly. And in doing so, it catches you and two of the other young ones. And you all just kind of get swatted like up into the sky. And you go floating and flying. You slow down up in the sky as like you can tell gravity feels a little different up here. And you just start hurtling until you smash into one of those uh trees up a ways away. Uh you said three successes. Sorry, yes. take two superficial, take two superficial damage okay. uh as you smash against it. Uh, and we'll say that two of the the young ones made it through. Uh, So we'll say on the other side now with Jacques and Orion, we also have, uh, we'll say Rune and we'll say Lyric have made it. So, or excuse me, uh, Ember, she's the quick one. So Lyric and Titan have, uh, were the ones that kind of got whacked into the trees with you, Selina, as you come back down. Now, Lou, you've been watching Eustace and you can see that they don't seem upset with him as once more, one of these paws kind of curls itself around Eustace and just pulls pulls him under and uses you can just feel yourself and they do it gently so you're still kind of standing almost like water skiing on the dirt for a bit with your <laughs> guitar out <laughs> as you get slid underneath the body of this stone jaguar to join ha- more than half the pack at this point you see Jacques over there he looks fine everybody else looks fine and you have bypassed it now Lou you watch all this happen uh Selena uh definitely you realize you all kind of figured it out like you have to pay some sort of yeah, like,
4: yeah
0: um, you know, it, it, so like there is a there's, there's a for it.
4: They didn't like it.
0: <laughs> so I would say go ahead, and the two of you, if you would like, uh, you can roll sort of like a you can roll like an occult test, you know, Demic, something like that, um, something with intelligence, probably uh, to yeah. see. I have an
4: Umbra specialty, by the way, in occult.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, added here for sure.
4: Okay, and you said intelligence.
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah, because it's sort of like a knowledge thing. Uh, and, and, honestly, I did make it 50-50 ultimately with the, with the cigarettes. You're yeah, just, that's all good. Started. A bigger, I
2: yeah. bigger. Um, oh, that's not very high. Two success. Two okay. success for me too.
0: Between the two of you and your, you, these, you think that these, these have the feel of, um echo spirits in a way, um, manifested here in this, this sort of strange duality, likely, um, spirits, creatures of the wild, um, likely you're looking at the, the things that would probably do well in terms of, um, of, I think it's called chiminage. Chiminage. I'm not sure exactly how it's pronounced. It's the sort of the name it's recompense paid to spirits um, for, for service or passage or something, it would need to be either like a chaotic nature. So something that's sort of chaotic or something of nature or something like that might work, uh, which is probably why the kill worked and probably why that weird song from the nineties <laughs> worked. It just seemed to please them ever so greatly. <laughs>
4: so Selena will, um, cause you, you said something natural, right?
0: Yeah. So something like they, they're, this is basically like they're, uh, they have kind of a fairly chaotic nature. So anything that sort of speaks to that, that sort of chaoticness or anything maybe of, you know, of Gaia itself or something of, of nature itself would probably
4: be fine as well. Okay. Selena's going to divvy up the green that she's got left. She's going to give some to Lou and, um, we've got two of the young ones that got knocked back with me.
2: Titan sure. and lyric, I believe. Okay. Mm-hmm.
4: So basically whatever she's got is gonna get divvied up okay. five ways.
0: And one by one, as you make an offering, they do in fact accept that. Uh, and you all do bypass this. They they everyone kinda gets sweeped in and you're helping each other up, etc. And at some point, maybe no one noticed, they have turned around. The Jaguars are now like literally looking down at you again and the eyes are, are kind of glowing once more, getting bright and bright, and you have this valley out in front of you extending out and away from them.
4: Uh, oh, Jacques, I'm so glad you came prepared. That, uh, that did not feel good to be uh, kicked by them.
5: Embrace the wolf in your heart. That's all they need. If you have a wolf in your heart, Lou...
2: I have some wolves. Thank you very much for noticing, Jacques. I see you're in, uh, <laughs> not peeing on them yet.
5: I respect true hunters.
2: Well, Sam. Nope.
5: Sorry.
4: Forward we go. Forward we go. You two, let's move along. Okay.
2: Jump uh, off. Like, okay. <laughs> don't hurt start pushing it,
0: forward. All of you. Begs. Spend a willpower, uh, superficial willpower, um, as that was effectively like a scene. We'll call it. Mm-hmm. Um, you all. The time works weird. Uh, you're, those of you with like watches or phones, like things obviously aren't working the way that you would expect them to. Even those of you who might be carrying a watch that is, uh, not digital, right? An analog watch of some kind. It, even that, like the ticks of the second and the minute hand just sort of work in, in, in a strange manner. None of this is alarming to any of you. Obviously the young ones, the younger werewolf are a little bit more antsy. Like there's a great deal of oohs and ahs coming behind you. Uh, But since all of you have traversed this at some point, um, it's not as, you know, as necessarily uh, terrible or obvious to you. Um, You do, however, as you start to kind of push down this long singular valley, like you can see the rock shapes on either side are like constantly shifting up above you. And you can see almost like they're turning and looking down at you, turning and looking down at you one after the other, after the other, all these like ovular rocks. And they have these very plain faces, uh, very simple eyes. Uh, they keep, there's not actual eyeballs. And then just like these little sunken, um, sunken sockets where eyes might be. And they all just shift and turn and shift and turn. Uh, and you can feel, um, the sort of the anxiety, growing a bit in your, your young companions. And then eventually the, the valley itself begins to become sort of shrouded and overrun with this kind of, um, glowing ethereal mist that just begins to pour down, uh, out of those, like where those sockets are almost like these tears are just flowing down, creating this, uh, this floor in the valley, this sort of like light bluish floating sort of vapor that as you move through it, it kind of, you, you can feel physically it kind of tearing against your skin, uh, here and there. And as you're walking, you notice, um, Eustace, Jacques, I'll say the two of you are out in front, um, for different reasons. Um, you can see, you can both see like this moving around almost like a comet, sort of shifting around in the cloud up ahead. Like, and it's moving with this great speed. Uh, And then, I'll say Jacques, since you're in lupus form, your hearing is probably attuned particularly well. You just hear this fluttering. (laughs) And it's like this, it's just echoing and echoing, and it's cavernous. And within moments, you guys can see that there are just these huge clouds uh, of swarms of these moss, these glowing, fluttering moss that are almost beginning to overwhelm your senses like your ears are starting to echo from the, the batting of their wings your eyes are beginning to get disoriented uh by the glowing uh of both the the fog itself uh in the in the moss themselves and you begin to just lose your way like you're just struggling to kind of navigate um you can hear your young gara friends calling out like what, what, what do we do what do we do what do we do all right what you're gonna I do everybody reach out
1: Grab the hand of the next person next to you. Get in a circle. We're going to take a second to do what I like to call a thankful circle. Because when we're in this place, you don't build your foundation on sand, you build your foundation on stone. And the stone of this is your trust in one another. I want all of you to grab a hand next to you. Form a circle. Say what you are thankful for of the person next to you. Jacques, I am thankful that you are so focused so dedicated, so pinpoint at every moment. You are true to yourself and to all of us at all times. I'm thankful for you, Jacques.
5: Thank you, Eustace. Jacques turns. He's holding a uh, Lou's hand. <laughs> oh, <dude>. Of course, <laughs> of course, of course you are. Oh yeah, <laughs> Lou. Uh, Jacques. I am thankful that the blood of the Gauru that runs through your veins may one day pass to a true wolf.
3: <laughs> oh. Daddy,
2: I have a son already. We don't know if he is worthy of the wolf. Thank you, uh, but uh, oh
3: God. D- good efforts, I guess.
2: Uh, Selena, I am uh, thankful for your ability to uh, shed guidance when sometimes I need it uh, and spiral, and, and your ability to uh, help um, navigate the greener and mystical parts of the world.
4: Well, thank you. Um, and Selena... weed. I do mean weed. I'm, I'm talking <laughs> oh. <about> weed. <laughs>
2: Yes, yes, I,
4: I'm well, well aware of, of which I now no longer have any because I had to give yeah, all sorry. of it as a donation to get through that. But, you know, it it, it is okay. It will be fine. Your soul. Uh, Eustace, you know, you talk about making a you know, foundation not on sand but on rock, but you are... The rock here, because you know, sometimes I'm off doing my thing, and these two chuckleheads can't really seem to figure out how to be a team with each other. But just you are the, the one that and she just, just starts talking lonely over when <laughs> that interrupts her. You are just the uh and she sort of gets this twinkle in her eye. You are the heart and soul of our pack. <laughs>
1: Oh, uh, that's fun. Now, I loved all this, but you young, you young folks, I want to hear all of you say something kind to God each other too.
3: All four of them. No. All five of
0: them. Okay. Orion will speak up and he, and he'll say to Ember Moonshadow, Shadow, you, you, you're you're passionate about protecting the Cairn, and your belief. And Josiah, as the one true leader of our sept, is it's unwavering. And then, like Ember, like she gets all like she blushes a little bit, and she speaks about Lyric, and she's like, "Lyric, you're you're the you're the best storyteller uh, I've I've ever I've ever met. You you tie together the community by." Stitching together our histories. And although we're young and we don't have many experiences to chronicle yet, I'm sure that in the years to come, we will have many adventures to look back on. And then Lyric will speak up and we'll talk about Titan and he'll say, Titan, you're, you're, you're strong and you're, and you're patient and you could probably kick the shit out of every single one of us, but, but you choose not to, you, you know when to use your strength and and you know that there are times in which you just have to grit, grin, and bear it. And 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 you're 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 wise beyond your years. And then Titan will speak up and say, "And and Rune, you're you're like the youngest of us, but you're the wisest of us. You're almost as wise as Mother Morella. You see all the the signs and the visions. You." You look at the stars, and from it you can intuit what Gaia or Luna or whoever is trying to tell us, do it's just, it's, it's amazing. Then Runes speaks up about Orion. Orion, you're, you're the bravest one we have. You're just so willing to just, just leap headlong into danger, whether it's to protect us, to feed the, the Sept, whatever it might be, and all of them kind of go round and round everyone kind of looks over at Duke, who's just hanging back in the corner, and no one says anything else about <laughs> <laughs> Well, there you go. He is here hey. in spirit. You saw me playing with my action figures together. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, that, that sure sounds and
1: feels like famine to me. That, that feels like a strong foundation. I feel the ground getting steady beneath my feet. I feel all the noise falling away. How about you?
0: You hear uh, Rune speak up. I, I think they're trying to tell us something. I think, I think they're trying to tell us something. And you watch as, like, the sort of the mist sort of swirls a bit. You can see some of the this these moth swarms begin to dissipate, but they leave kind of on each of you, in your hair, on your clothes, etc. There's a handful here or there. They're just sort of there on you, uh, and they're very, they're not bothering. They're not like being doing anything like irritating. They're just sort of sitting here or kind of sitting on an ear or sitting on a shoulder or sitting on a pack, whatever it might be. And on the ground, almost like lights in a movie theater, you see there's more of them. uh, And they have kind of created this sort of pathway and it leads into, it looks like this crack in one of the walls of this Valley. Uh, And you can see that there's just this, these steps going down into this this small crack.
4: See what do you know, Eustace? You just you knew exactly what we needed to do. After you,
1: of course I did. I always know what I'm doing. Jack <laughs> was a just a little
5: happy. in front of Eustace, sure. just so that he can protect him in uh, in case something. Mm-hmm unexpected happens
0: it's it's definitely a dark handful of steps and they do feel like like hewn steps like they're not like they're they're probably carved from somebody but they're not like they're they're carved into the rock itself and there is this little circuit path within um you know within some kind of rock face you can see again the red brick here and there you can see there's these symbols and sigils and such that are uh, periodically illuminated by a moth just happening to perch up on one of these bits of rock here and there. And you all know that these are spirits. These moths are spirits. You're being surrounded by them, but you're treating them with decency. You're not hitting them. You're not swatting them. And they seem to be kind of aiding you in, in sort of kindness. And Jacques, since you're out in front, you hear the sounds of like, whoosh, whoosh, like a, like a whooshing, rushing water, uh, or not a rushing water. It's like almost like a tide. And when you come out on the other side, you can see there's just this, this expanse of water. Uh, It, it almost looks like a beach in some ways, or it could be a lakeside. Uh, But you can see there's this current that just roils left and kind of right in front of you. And it's the only thing you can hear is that. And you feel this. um, Serene moment of peace. Uh, if you have any superficial willpower damage, Jacques, you can actually restore one as you right. step down into this uh, this area, and you feel this overwhelming sense of calmness begin to press down upon you. And since you're up at point, I'll let you decide whether you want to tell everybody else about what you are
5: Yeah, no, Jacques would turn back to to towards you, just back up the path a little bit, and then you'd hear this kind of mournful yet Happy howl that you'd recognize as a call, a call to bring the pack down, that it's safe.
0: Come on down. The water's fine. All of you will come down one by one. And again, as you start to emerge into this, um, this waterfront, you all, all of you feel that, that sense of peace and calm you can restore one point of superficial willpower damage as you just feel like normally like it kind of drains on you the more and more you're here but for once whatever these things have done seems better and as you linger around the waterfront you can see they begin to flake off and start to fly away um and then looking out across the water two things of note one is sort of hovering in Moving about almost, um, it almost looks like at one point, what is it called? The uh, the the medical snake thing? Like when you see the snakes, does anyone remember the name of that? I always forget the name um, of it. Caduceus. Yeah. Uh, it, it almost looks like that as you see these two serpentine-like creatures, serpent creatures just floating in the air, and they're enormous, much like the jaguars. They're just enormous. And they just seem to be kind of this intertwined... Um, and they're floating a ways out above the water. You can see them almost reflected in the water. It almost looks like there's four of them and then off beyond them. And a little bit further to your right, uh, you can, you can start to see the far side of this waterfront begin to fade. You realize it's a a very large lake and you can see there's a mountain up there. Um, Jacques, I'll say, because, um, you're out in front, you actually Actually, go ahead and roll an awareness test first. Go, go. Give me a, give me a, give me a roll. We'll say she might not actually hear anything yet. Uh, but it's just, just awareness wits would probably be the best.
5: Two successes.
0: Uh, you. It's so hard to deduce exactly what you hear, and it's there and then gone so quickly that you weren't able to concentrate it, but it might've been a howl like a, like a geru howl coming from far across the water. Like it's just this distant, distant howl almost like con comedically or, or like a Gothic horror movie of old. You just, and it just fades away. Uh, and that's what you all see in front of you.
4: So it seems that we have to, traverse this body of
2: water? Hmm. There, Do you see anything? Yeah, I was going to say, is there a, a, a path that we can see that maybe goes to a bridge, or...
0: You see just this... this The, the water itself seems... It's kind of rolling here and there. Um, Lou, go ahead and roll, like, an occult wisdom... Uh, would probably be best.
2: Occult wisdom. Yeah. Um
3: Occult, oh, uh,
2: wisdom. Yeah, I'll,
0: I want I want was the
4: renowned. Oh, the wisdom. the renowned. That's right. Yeah, yeah that's the right.
2: renowned. Uh okay, I've got three wisdom, so I'm just gonna do the same thing that Jeremy did and roll it with uh Composures three. Um, just so I can get the dice. And uh do you want me to take start taking negative two for no cigarettes? Uh, not
0: yet. It's only been one scene. So I think you're okay okay still. Not bad. Three. Uh, so Lou, as you're looking around, you're specifically looking for some kind of bridge and you notice how reflective the, uh, as you look off and you see those up in the air, so to speak in the sky, those massive serpentines kind of rolling around together and how, almost perfectly reflective it is. And you realize that kind of underneath them, the there's not like a, the water's not roiling and you think there's like this very reflective path uh, and you think they're literally floating over top of it. Like it looks like that's like a reflective path that crosses over, uh, over huh. the water itself.
2: Um, you see the, the reflection. Maybe we cross where exactly it is. Um, hmm. Can I turn on penumbra senses and see if I make it easier to see at that point, uh, the path?
0: Uh, if you want to turn on pen- Penumbra Sense, uh, yeah, you can give that a roll. Um, so Penumbra senses—let me see—I
2: can uh, pop it up. Here we go. Let me make
0: sure this is actually going to be useful to you. So it doesn't. Yeah. So, so. Okay, so uh, this ability doesn't make them visible to physical entities if used from the Umbra. It does alert some spirits of the presence. Um. I think it's... So I think since you're in the Umbra...
3: hmm
0: it allow allow... Yeah, I mean... Yeah, you can do it. It basically would just allow you to sort of... S- like you're seeing some physical... You're seeing some spirits already. hmm Um... I'm, I'm trying to read exactly what this would do in the umbra for you, is what I'm trying to see if it's even worth your time.
2: Yeah. Um. I'll, I'll, I'll hold up. I, I think I'll just try to, to walk across it as is uh, because okay. I can yeah, see the it, reflection. It
4: feels like it's more umbra physical at the same time. And I'm not yeah. sure there's yeah, the that's benefit what I was, that's to what seeing thinking. physical right now.
2: Monday night, no. c'est pas un problème. On y va. Let us go across. Allons-y.
1: I've got a weird idea. I like what you're doing. I want to piggyback off of that.
2: Oh, yeah, 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 please.
1: Because, you know, uh, what was it, Caduceus or whatever? Like, it was usually associated with, like, Hermes or Mercury, like a traveling god, right? And he likes to help. And I would like to ask these snakes, hey, you know, you you and your old buddy Hermes, Mercury, you help one, you help person travel from one place to another. Maybe if you straighten your form in just such a way, it might make your reflection lead in the way we need to go. Think you'd be willing to do that for us? We'd be real grateful. You'd be doing us a real kindness, helping us out. Are you
0: going? Are you getting close to those those giant? Okay, so you're underneath them. Would mean you're probably stepping a handful of steps onto this like reflective surface, so you can be immediately underneath them. Mm -hmm. And so, what is it? What is it? What is it? You say again. Repeat it for me. I'm sorry. Basically, he's trying to beseech them because,
1: like, the whole idea, like the the staff of Caduceus or whatever, it's like it's related to hermes or mercury which is not just about healing but it's also about travel we're trying to travel somewhere and he's mm-hmm. trying to beseech them on that aspect of like a, a domain that they're related to like if they would turn their form in such a way that their reflection will uh, go along the water in the way we need to go so that their reflection can turn into a straighter bridge kind of okay um I'm trying to be weird man
0: No, no, no. I like weird. They, as you get close and as you begin sort of beseeching them, speaking out to them, talking to them, uh, they certainly stop their movement as this whole time they've been in this sort of cycle of just wrapping around themselves in this constant state and they stop and begin to unwind. And with this sort of mirror perfection, each one of them goes off to the side and begins to slowly move downward on either side of this sort of reflective surface you can see in the water itself that they also do the same thing as well and they dip down you can see just barely touching the water and on either side of you now uh, Eustace there is a snakehead that is as large uh, as basically like a school bus Uh, and they're both just hovering right next to you. You can feel the flickering of tongues. Their eyes are not even there. Like you don't even see a socket. You don't see anything. They're just scales. And this, these long tongues come out and they're just kind of sniffing at the, at the air a bit. And you can feel them occasionally just kind of flick you here or there. Um, I'll tell you what, roll, uh, I'll take occult, I'll take um, intelligence, I'll take anything like that. Uh, if you have academics, I, I guess I can, we can do that as well. Uh, if you're trying to figure out exactly what these things are and what they're kind of communicating here. Okay. Oh, so gosh.
1: Occult intelligence? Yeah, I'll take that. Okay. Curses. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's, that's what I'm good at is that not good at <laughs> that's <Yeah>. me <laughs> Go.
4: well you never know I rolled three dice and got a five Ooh.
1: give it a rip okay. you know, do you have any to... do you
0: have any dice <laughs> you I've have
2: got something.
1: one dice I have literally one <laughs> dice one can dice? I support him and
2: help roll Gosh. Yeah. Yes. I was just literally. going off of
1: what felt like the thing to
0: do
2: <laughs> can I roll uh, a no, cult intelligence and help <laughs>
0: Uh, sure, sure.
2: Thank you. You have
0: one intelligence, <laughs> That's your dumpstack.
2: So, three three successes. I hear what he's saying. I'm like, You're right, Eustace. Uh, here, this is what I know about sort of these snakes yeah. and what you're doing.
0: So, he's right that they might be willing to help. Uh, but in terms of what he's specifically asking for, is you know that they are, um. They're basically ser- their serpentine is not the the wrong term for it. Like that is probably something that that has floated around. And and what I should stress here is that the terms that we're using aren't like the objective truth. They're just mm-hmm. the Garu's interpretation of what they might be. Uh, but they, you know, you might have heard stories. Maybe Adora, someone back um, at your at your sept has mentioned it. But they're serpentine's and they are. Um, They're fairly terrifying, um, but they have a tendency to communicate through, not through words and not through anything other than like the flicking of their tongues, the twisting of their bodies. Like they are literally communicating in some particularly, some particular uh, way. They, um, they, they do, they can be very peaceful. Um, They are, you can, you know that, I would say the two things you would know is that they, they are healers. They're actually they're actually capable of doing that. And fear is something that they are quite um it's almost something that they feed off of. Uh it's like this exchange of fear for healing feel for feel for rejuvenation is kind of this exchange as currency that they use. Um, so while they might be willing to help Eustace, they probably wouldn't be willing to like just build a bridge in that regard, but they might be willing to exchange a fear or something mm. uh, like that in exchange for something else.
2: Yes. So we like the scaredy cat. Yes, uh, will help <laughs> better.
1: Okay. <laughs> this sounds like a good idea. Uh,
2: uh, clear, I am very scared right now. <laughs> so. so. S-
4: Selena will try to go. Okay. And, um
0: I do want to stress that that there is that like kind of flat reflective mm-hmm. bridge. That's there no matter what. So like this is yeah. like you have to like interact with them. They're just sort of they were there yeah. as well.
4: So Oops. Selena's going to try to walk ahead and while she's walking, she's going to think about um being like alone not having anyone around, not having anyone to talk to, not and just sort of have that just sort of like going through her mind as she's walking, just sort of that like anxiety, fear of kind of like the loneliness, being alone.
0: As you start walking across, like when you first start walking, it's just a reflective reflection of yourself, like walking. But as you start focusing your thoughts, we can see that the reflection in this sort of path over the, over the water begins to shift and to change. It's almost like a projection of what you're, th- what you're thinking. And we see like Selena by herself, isolated, known around. We see this like kind of darkness begin to swirl in the water around you so that you're, you're literally by yourself. Uh, maybe a younger version of yourself too, uh, where it's, it's, it's not just like the general sense of fear, but memory that's kind of coming mm-hmm. through as well. And they, become very less interested in Eustace all of a sudden as they, they start to flank the side uh, of this, of this walk of this path and their tongues kind of flick out, flick out here and there. And they just, one of them seems to go after Selena herself. The other one seems to go like the other tongue seems to go down towards the path. And they just are uh, like each one almost like it's tapping, tapping, flicking. Um, So, Selena, uh, is it a specific memory or is it just, um, just sort of a general feeling?
4: Um, I think general feeling, but sort of as this actually sort of, she gets anxious about these, I think she'll remember kind of a particular, um, like going out and howling and not hearing a howl back. So, sort of expecting to get a response, and just sort of that, like howling into the night, and no response—that just echo into nothingness.
0: Okay. All right. Uh, so, okay, you feel um, you're you're in the umber right now, and so like your physical body. Uh, It is distant, like your understanding of it, your feeling of it, while you still Mm -hmm. felt the harm of smashing into the tree before. Like it is, the pain is always like a little distant because you're not quite immediate. But you can feel a surge, actually. You can feel the wounds. You can feel the pain that you've been carrying in the last day or so since the time on the highway begin to lessen somewhat as you can heal one aggravated damage and one superficial damage. And let me know how that does for you. So Uh,
4: yeah, so then I'll have one of each left.
0: Make sure I'm doing the math right on this. Power plus. Yeah. Okay, that's right. Uh, So what is your what is your health maximum? Six. Okay. Right, you're fine. So yeah, it's just the one aggravated health and the one superficial health that gets healed. you feel a distant awesome surge of I like, think this rejuvenation come from you. but you also feel a little of like that fear begin to it's not like they're taking it from you you still you still have it, but it's kind of deadened and dull and dulled and sort of a little bit more distant. Um, it's not as it's not as crisp of a, of a memory or a feeling as it was prior. Um, but you all watch as Selena makes it across this this, this, it's not even a massive lake, I would say. It's it's a decent size, and she just traverses across, and eventually these two creatures begin to start sort of swirling around in that perfect synchronicity uh, above it. And Selena, you've made it kind of to the other side of this lake. And Jacques Selena's going to
4: howl oh, uh, like a scared howl to try mm-hmm. to communicate back sort of okay. what tactics perfect. she used.
0: And so Jacques, you would hear that for sure.
5: So Jacques would... Jacques padding across as a wolf thinking about Selena's communication um and he reaches back and when he looks down into this reflection he sees himself as a as a as a young wolf pup uh padding with his pack in West Virginia and feeling the first draw of the kin seeker ritual uh that pulled him away from his pack and he's you see him as this as this pup, moving towards this weird furless thing that's calling to him, uh, and he gets closer and closer, and he feels like he trusts it, and it it grabs a hold of the rough of his fur, and it stares down into 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 Quiet Claw's eyes, uh, and then he feels the smothering loss as all of the smells around him begin to disappear and all the sounds begin to become muffled and it's almost like he's being buried alive as he gets weak and as he feels cold for the first time as he realizes he has no fur and he's he's this this small boy now and he tries to howl out to get his pack to come and save him and all that comes out is this mewling human cry and for the first time in his life he feels true terror and hate hate of humanity for what they've made him into in that moment as he sees his mother and the rest of the pack pull back into the tree lines as he's left uh this weak pitiful thing in this man's arms
0: and so just like with selena they immediately like fly down they flank either side one hitting the body of 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 jacques one uh with its tongue flicking down at the reflection of everything that jacques just narrated just all showing and jacques just like selena you feel that distant pain um or discomfort you might have you know had left over from your your high life i begin to lessen but you also feel the 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 cuteness of that memory begin to sort of flatten out a little bit it's still there but it doesn't it doesn't bring you as much clear and immediate kind of rage uh, as it maybe once did before uh and you two one aggravated and one super i wrote the same uh one aggravated and one superficial
5: so that fully heals Jacques now
0: okay perfect uh all right Eustace or lou
2: Uh, Lou would uh, while walking across the bridge uh, her fear is in her mind she is holding these memories of when they were in the echo uh, echo area um, echo station and they showed the picture of her son and her indecision and inability to go back and save him in that moment. The ability to be persuaded away from doing such a thing. The knowledge that she is seeing these humans die and she is uh, gravely injures and not able to be effective or uh, to help support or stop anybody physically she is uh, not able to help these humans or save her son maybe and just the idea is that he could have died mm. in that moment and she could not do anything she is physically weak
0: and you, we see like literally the path begin to just play out that which we've experienced that, that whole moment Uh, And we see each of you start to appear in that those of you who are near Lou We see the the strange figures that were you were fighting those sort of infected people And we see the snakes come down and flicker away and once more the memory begins to dull uh, Doesn't disappear but dulls and your pain. Uh, I rolled I actually rolled a crit for you there Lou Uh, That's two aggravated damage and a superficial damage
2: well, I only have aggro damage, so that's okay. okay. So that leaves me with uh, three aggro damage.
0: Uh, now, what is your total health?
2: Uh, so I was actually just reading the book. I've been doing that. I've been making a slight mistake. So my total health is three. If it's stamina plus three for health. Um, so I had. What's
0: your total like? Your total max health, I should say. Sorry.
2: Is it? It would be five, right? Because it's stamina plus three for healing. Oh, that's uh, heal. Oh, that's health. So. so that's where so, I got a little So your confused. total
0: health should be 5 looking at your yeah. stats. Yeah. Your total yes. your, your your total okay, your I'm max health that you can have should be 5. I'm looking at your so, sheet right now. Um, I healed
2: myself okay. a bunch before. So yeah, yeah, I'm I'm weak weak baby.
0: Okay? No, oh, you're fine. You're fine. <laughs> there's like a there's like a, this weird little catch that can happen with the healing. That is kind of interesting. Uh, and then, and it hasn't, hasn't triggered yet. It might not like knowing your guys' stats. I don't know if it will, but, um, and Eustace then, and again, you don't, I, I don't want to suggest this is like the only way across, but it's just like, it, it's an option if you wanted it, Eustace.
1: Um, I want to play along. There's probably the enjoys the idea that he misses that cause he's actually already like swimming in the water next to the snake head. <laughs> uh, but no, maybe, maybe it's just kind of intuitive to some extent and, um, uh, you know, one memory that will surface to his mind is actually a very recent one. You know, he has this nice young lady showing him hospitality and doing nothing but sharing the, her grace. And he just, <laughs> it, like, it, like he sees in his mind, like, the whole, like, throwing the cup and yelling another and breaking the, the domicile of somebody who's showing him hospitality. And he kind of hates the idea that for as much as he wants to be kind and be a foundation for others and show hospitality that there's the part of him that at some point, at any given moment he doesn't expect could just let loose and destroy the people around him that he cares about. And he just, that really bothers him. And he he thinks about like various what ifs, like, you know, what if, you know, I had a customer, there, there were the people that were there that night of the sandstorm, just, just a nice man who wanted to find his family. And he got pulled out the window by some, you know, a spiral dancer. And now he's stuck as a ghost in my den, and you know that's my fault because I didn't watch out for him. And you just little things like that. Just like I could do better, and it's it's my it's my inability to control things around me. I
0: sorry, I had myself muted there. Much like everybody else, uh, you see these the snakes come down. They kind of flank, flicker out at you. The memory. Again, it doesn't go away. It dulls a bit. Uh, and you can tell like like any sort of anger or frustration that, that you would normally derive from it um, begins to lessen, right? Like it's still there in the mm. back of your mind. Uh, and you, much like Jacques and Selina, I ruled normal for you. So it's if you have any damage, it would be one ag and it would be one superficial. I'm all good. And we will say that each of the young pups, maybe even Duke, kind of go through that same ritual process and eventually you all find yourselves, um, on the other side. Uh, and you can see that you are at the base of a mountain and Jacques, now that you're here, it is unmistakable. Uh, there are, isn't just one howl, but there are howls upon howls, like literally dozens and dozens of hundreds, maybe just howling down, like rolling down the slope of this mountain, this rocky, snowy slope of this mountain trees here and there. But for the most part, it's just this, this snowy icy peak in front of you. It still has at its base, that kind of red rock that you've been familiar with, but it eventually turns and becomes snow capped. And, and all of you can hear this too. Um, but it is just this inundation. It just sounds like like a, like a hundred or two hundred garrow just howling and howling, and all of you can immediately tell it's pain. Like you can tell, like they're they're howling in pain and desperation. And there's just this intense emotional residue that just seems to be sloping down like an avalanche on you guys as you stare up. Uh, but nonetheless, that does seem to be the path.
5: Chocolates <sighs> on a growl. Knowing, you know, he can't stand the idea that his people are in pain. And he looks to Eustace and and indicates that he, you know, he wants to charge up this mountain and see what they we can do.
1: Okay. All right, all right. Well, let's just take in what we got going on. What do you do to get up there?
0: Uh, it is just basic you know, I mean, it's, it's a slope, you can climb, you can run. Uh, it's not, uh, like a vertical, uh, vertical climb. Um, so each one of you being, you know, yourselves more than just normal humans can very easily lope and run and half climb. It's not an issue. Um, anybody who has academics, um, especially if you have, a specialty in like history or something like that. You can certainly give this a role if you like, uh, as I would imagine this likely um, would probably put it, probably put something in your memory would probably kick in here. So if anybody has academics, um,
4: I'll if take a call
0: too, but it's a bit a, a higher difficulty.
4: If academics, theology,
0: Uh, you can roll academics. I don't think theology will play here, necessarily. Okay. As it's not necessarily religious-related. It's more history. Um,
4: Academics int? That's fine. Yep.
0: Uh, it's really only, like, a two required for a academic. If you're rolling a cult, I would probably say a four. It's a little different.
2: I only got two for a cult. Um...
4: I will willpower that. and roll two, three successes.
0: Okay, uh, with with this intense like sound of howling, and it's just like it's just raining down on you, and you can feel in your chest both this um this discomfort and sadness and pain of like you can hear the sounds of people in pain of like of wolves and pain of your kind like getting. Uh, f- sort of suffering in some particular way you realized where this is, Selena. you know where you're at. Uh, now you you've you've probably heard this this is probably passed on as history like like Garu history, right And uh, maybe even you and Duke Duke being a fairly strong academic as well, maybe the two of you are putting heads together um, and Lou, as you kind of contribute like this this memory, uh, or this knowledge of, of sort of uh, the metaphorical representation of it, right? So there was a battle uh, years ago, uh, generations ago. Uh, battle of the Howling Mountain is what they call it. Uh, that's what they call it now. Now there's no real understanding of where it is. Uh, like this mountain is not something that, and this is probably, Duke is probably explaining this. It's not something that they can point to on a map. Like it's not something they can look at a mountain range. They know it was a mountain. They know that there were hundreds of Garu that sort of fought this mountain-sized bane, this bane that was literally the size of a mountain that, like, shattered and crumbled into all these different shards of rock and snow and ice and just ripped and shred and buried hundreds of Garu, dozens and dozens of packs beneath it, smothered them, and just snuff them out. Uh, and the really what it's more folklore at this point, but there's like, there's that, that, that name kind of passes down. Now I would say Duke being a cartographer and having seen dozens and dozens and dozens of maps himself. Again, there's no like physical record. There's no understanding that that's kind of been lost to time in some particular way. some, sort of attribute to like the cult of Fenris, like maybe, maybe it was them, maybe it wasn't, but literally dozens of packs have passed, but you at the very least have found it in the Umbra, which in and of itself is sort of a significant discovery. So that's what you would know. Sumika.
4: So much. It was, we've, we've probably all heard the stories, but this is literally what we see howling, mountain this is this is it
5: how do we free the spirits of the garu so they can return to the green mother
4: we we must we must go ahead i it it was a we we might have a a battle ahead of us perhaps
1: i mean we forge in it's kind of like what, I mean, sorry, it's a gross analogy, but kind of like when you got a cyst or something, you got to make that initial puncture to let everything out. Like, uh, I don't know how else to say, but, like, you got to just get in there. We forge ahead, we cleave a path, and the further we delve forward, the more we've opened the way back for them to retreat.
5: Mm, I like it. As Jacques will shift into his foe. So he's got a little bit more muscle and a little bit more bulk.
1: That's a good idea. I think I might
0: follow suit.
2: I've been in Glabros the entire time.
0: (laughs) Okay. Okay. Um, Okay. So as you start climbing, um, trekking up the slopes, uh, you can feel this uh, cracking, like the ice the rock itself kind of shifting and moving. And with each like kind of shift and move, you can kind of hear the sounds of like the house. You don't know if it's timed up in that way. You don't feel like you're stepping on anyone, but you know that deep within it, something Are we- is sort of, are we hearing here?
5: the yeah. howls coming up from the cracks? Or are we hearing them coming down of, from the top? It's mountain.
0: sort of like, r- sort of like running down, almost like an avalanche, right? It's almost mm-hmm. just like sweeping down. So it's like wave and waves of this undulation of it here and there. But every time you take steps, you crack and you, you know, the, the earth begins to shatter and fracture. And you, any, if you were to in the physical world try to traverse up a mountain of this size, like it would take hours, days. In some cases, depending on the size, right? But you guys are moving up with this expediency. Like in the umber, you're like almost like it's like moon type leaps as you're going. F- you're taking this these long leaps up, and you find yourself like halfway up in the span of minutes. And you can look back down. You can see far below. There's the lake, and as you're like halfway up, you start to see these like heavy streaks and uh, of uh, of light and dark, like these. Like this uh, like almost like these, uh, like blankets that are just sort of stripped across and shredded. Uh, that's just kind of flickering around in front of you, and they kind of whip and they they sort of entangle and tear and shred. And then you can see white begins to sort of bury black, and then black kind of rips up from the white, and then it's just this weird dancing of shadows that is not obviously how light and shadow work. And the physical world, there's almost like this manifestation of it. Like even if you get close, you can feel like a of wind pass by you as you see one of these tangles uh, begin to just 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 rip and fall. The snow will kind of kick up and it'll get in your face and you'll feel the cold. And in some of you, you'll look down and you'll see like a pink swath where like blood has uh, has has set. And it almost looks fresh in some way. And the further you go up, the more you become surrounded by dozens and hundreds and of these, these strange tangles of light and shadow and light and shadow, um, all the while the house can continue and continue to, 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 to shine down, um, everybody as you're coming up, go ahead and roll, um, what's it called composure plus resolve as you do so.
4: That's the uh, best thing you could ask me to roll.
0: Difficulty of four on this one. If you want to lock that in on your roll, as it is, it's not easy to hear the sounds of your brethren, you know, a fellow Garrow in such pain, and then I'll spend power. The light and the dark itself just beginning to play tricks on you here and there. I have successes.
4: Spend right. uh,
0: power. Okay. Uh, looks like Eustace and Selena, you you trudge on, you push and you push and you push. Uh, what about Lou and Jacques? How are we doing? I only got two successes. All right,
2: there we go. That's the fourth one.
0: Okay, Jacques, uh, two superficial willpower um, as whatever it is about hearing the sounds. Maybe it's because you are wolf. Uh, and the rest are are human turn wolf. You are inverted to that, right? You you I, you know, you are wolf first. Like the sounds, like these aren't human screams; these are wolf howls. And so maybe that itself is enough to sort of you know kind of cause an extra bit of anguish, uh, kind of shifting through Jacques a bit. Um, but you guys push forward. It doesn't stop you. It just hurts as you push and push. Um, now the young arrow that have been following you, you can see that they are struggling far more than you are. You can see that they are, it's almost like they're climbing up in a blizzard and they have no pacts, and they are just trudging up in the, and you can see, like, the wear and tear. They are exhausted. Like, it's not just the the emotional, but the physical, whatever it is. Like, the speed that you all have come up somehow, like, they can barely keep up with you. Yeah. And each of them are as spry as can be. They're young and agile and fit. And they seem physically exhausted and emotionally drained making this trek up the mountain.
5: And, know, uh, uh, y'all remember... Doc would circle back around to take up the rear guard and kind of okay. encourage them with yips to, you know, stay together and just... Yeah make their pace
1: listen to jacques there and also remember this ain't your body here you think you feel tired but this ain't about your body feeling tired this is about your spirit you know what's funny about the strength of the spirit the spirit what's, can be linked what? to one another didn't y'all just do a circle together didn't y'all just remind each other how powerful you all together that you're a family that you're a pack now mm-hmm. an individual might feel emotionally drained on this this mountain but you all ain't you're a family you're fine you're gonna do this together but those those howls those they were
6: packs they were families and what happened like i can feel
1: them man it hurts you can they paid a high price to defeat an ultimate foe but we have come here And if we have a chance, we will give them some relief, if possible. But we can only do that if we keep ourselves composed. If we keep the strength of our family, our pack, and we continue to move forward. You quit now, and it's all for naught. But you're not a quitter, are you? What's your name again? Is it Titan? Does Uh, the Titan stumble at the mountain? No, he doesn't. The
0: Titan moves up a mountain. The Titan moves mountains and you hear Titan from like uh I'm Titan and and he's like I'm Orion but no it's okay no you're right though yeah <laughs> as we'll say they're 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 like in glab glab uh glabra form so it's probably they look a little different oh, so y'all uh, look alike. <laughs> i mean he's african-american and i'm a pale guy there. it's a joke i'm terribly sorry
1: they start chocolate
0: world man uh, and- uh they start chuckling. roll roll a leadership test actually roll a leadership you can do leadership composure or leadership charisma whichever you prefer. i'll give someone. it a try yeah eustace okay. is
4: all over <laughs> keeping everybody moving forward this,
0: this is the thing yeah yes turns around and calls <laughs> together with the wow, name, nice. poor Titan no one's ever gonna get his name they know his <laughs> name I thought I was uh, talking to the right guy <laughs> that's that's fair. It wrong before it's fair. it's fair uh and they but they're all like yeah 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 and they could see that there is like their their faces like they definitely stand straighter they see, like a set of determination on their brows a bit um you can see a, a few of them snarl uh, like orion snarls a bit um as he's kind of focusing on something else now and not kind of letting the the negative and a way down in them so much. Um, and they're like, all right, lead on man. We're behind you. Okay. All okay. right. So eventually, um, you all sort of, you continue up the slopes and this whole time, like you can see the, the swirling shreds of, of light and dark in ways that it just, it's boggles the mind and it becomes after a certain point you realize, like you think you're seeing some of the battle kind of play out. You feel yourselves like going and running up a slope of, of battle. Like you, like you're on a battleground itself and, and those types of places. And it's probably not the first time. Maybe you've, you've, you've trekked across one of these in the Umbra. Um, but you've certainly never quite, had one of this, this kind, eventually you get up to the peak and the mountain itself is again, it's, it doesn't quite parallel perfectly. The physical world, like the quickness with which you've traversed it, the almost like the perfect, uh, almost pyramid like shape of it, uh, is, is different. Like everything's kind of shaped a little, a little different. And when you look back down the slope, like you can still hear the howls, but you can kind of hear them almost as if they're sweeping away from you. And then when you look down the other slope, you see that extending in front of you, there is this strange, almost mirror like playground. Like it's as if a it's as if you've walked into a child's playroom and all of their toys are made not out of plastic not out of, uh, of felt or of wood, uh, or of metal, but instead they're made out of this mirrored reflective surface, almost like this liquidy, um, like mercury because below you like a, like a playground, like a, like a festival of shapes of all kinds of geometric sizes, you can see some kind of compound shifting and shaping and twisting and all around it, there is this kind of pulsing like orange, red kind of aura around it. And you can, you can hear behind you, the kids, the young ones say, yes, yeah, that's, that's the place. That's, that's the place right down there. You just, that's it right down there. That's it. Uh, and we will, I think, in there, we'll pick up next time as you guys assault this place um, that is on the opposite slope of a renowned mountain. Um, oh, and gosh. hopefully, we'll have have Evan next time as well.
3: Great. All right, oh cool, cool, cool. boy,
5: this is definitely rich. Up.
0: Ravel. I definitely think of like the Umbra and traveling through Umbra. I think of it, Jeremy. I think of it just like it's heart. very like much hard. Yeah, I just feel like a hard delve. That's how totally. I had to do it. So, yeah, totally. Well. Okay, you guys did well too. Like, if you 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 guys were very good about being respectful to spirits. Uh, had you not been, it could have gone worse. As <laughs> <I> still <laughs> and, uh, learned a little bit. It could have gone so much worse, but no, it went really well. You got the shortcut and everything. You got the, the moth shortcut and everything. I thought for sure someone was going to start swatting the moss and then I'm like, well, that's going to be rough for you guys. Cause then you'll start losing <laughs> willpower mm-hmm. and you guys actually didn't So you could have, it could have had to go the we long sh- way.
4: So. Showed restraint.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's great. You showed balance. balance. Yeah it's great uh yeah you had it right away too and you just dropped the meat down yeah that'll do meat'll do like they're so like the they're they're basically like they're spirits that echo like the physical like mm. the physical creature. so they're basically like you know jaguars or something similar to the jaguar mm-hmm. you know um like an ex so like in arizona there's like an extinct sort of jaguar that's no longer or in, maybe it's endangered i can't remember that's not like uh it's not as prevalent as it once was mm-hmm. so that's kind of what it is like but obviously a tweaking it a little bit for our purposes but that's sort of the general the general gist uh all right so next time around uh hopefully we'll have uh, a full crew uh and uh, we can assault this um well you know it now it's a stronghold of a mage in the middle of freaking nowhere on the the slope of a mountain known to have once been a battleground that destroyed dozens of werewolf packs. so i'm sure this will be fine I'm sure there's no.
5: easy peasy easy peasy. It's it's good park. Park. All, all good but
0: the important thing is we've come together yeah, there's really some good emotional bonding going on yeah. this is great and plus I, I tricked Kipser into thinking her kid was okay Isn't that great? <laughs> I was like no I was, like, really. I was
2: like no no no, no, no. Melissa <laughs> got a good
0: role I, I'm
2: yes.
1: thankful that Aaron picked up immediately on where I was hoping to go of Jacques having to say what he was thankful for about Lou. like <laughs> Yeah. So right. I Aaron was wondering. Yeah. Immediately. Oh, it made me so happy. Oh, good. Yeah, it's
0: so funny. Uh, All right. Uh, let's do some closing plugs and then we will get on out of here. Jeremy, tell us about this Patreon. Aaron Reese on Patreon. We get comics, maps, tokens, fun stuff. Check it out. I literally typed... <laughs> <laughs> like I put the wrong command. And Patreon.
3: I put, <laughs> put, I
0: put Patreon. And then that's no, not what it is. Patreon. Uh, Patreon. <laughs> uh, Aaron, what's going on over on Garbleck? Uh Next week uh, on...
5: Tuesday at four PM Eastern Standard Time, you can get uh, check Millie out as she continues to run her long-going uh, Coriolis campaign. It's a lot of fun, a lot of uh, free league space fun. On Wednesday, I'll be in the narrator's seat at the same time as we continue our Marvel Multiverse campaign. We're playing the Cataclysm of Kang, and we're starting the friendly na- while well, we're in the friendly neighborhood adventure for the rank two characters. So that'll be a good time. And then on Thursday, uh, Pete will be back and running some more heroic deeds, his own uh, his own RPG, kind of uh, old school feel with modern mechanics as he runs people through the classic Red Hand of
0: Doom campaign. Awesome. Very nice. Uh, All right. As for us here, a couple things. Tomorrow night is our next game. Normally, that would be a Wrath and Glory night, uh, but uh, we don't have everybody. Uh, So instead, I'm going to be running some Electric Bastion Land. We're going to be doing a uh, holiday themed Into the Odd, uh, Into the oddness is what it's called. Uh, So come hang out for that. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, You can see Jeremy and Melissa are going to hop in as players. Uh, Saturday is the next game after that where we're back to Call of Cthulhu. We're doing more Eternal Lies. We're down in Savannah. We're uh, We're in a sanitarium in Savannah. Uh, and I just attacked them and bit them. I bit them a bunch. Uh, There's a lot of biting for some reason. <laughs> there was. Going on. <laughs> so much. Last session. A lot of biting. Uh, and then uh, Monday, uh, Fragged Empire. Uh, you can see uh, us uh, in our weird kind of space sci-fi game. Farscape, uh, Farscape sort, of, uh, sort of vibe is what I'm going for in it. Uh, and then Tuesday, we've got uh, Marvel Multiverse RPG. Now, the other thing, if you want a chance to win access to... Marvel Multiverse RPG via Demiplane. Uh, there's a couple ways. We have a couple codes that we're giving away uh, right now. If you're watching this, if you're in the stream channel right now, go over to our YouTube page, Adventures and Loudly Gagging, look at the most recent Marvel Multiverse uh, video that we put out, uh, drop a comment on that video, and you get entered into a contest to get uh, a, uh, a free code. Uh, and you can also just come hang out with us next Tuesday because we're going to give another one away on stream as well. So uh, so we have a couple of those to give away, and we're trying to figure out a couple different ways to do it. Uh, other than that, thank you, everyone, who hung out tonight. And uh, thank you to High Shelf Collective for the raid at the end there. We really do appreciate it. It's very, very kind of you, uh, and we are going to pay that forward. We're going to raid uh, Insomnia Night RPG because they're weird. And uh, every time I raid them, it just makes me laugh. So that's what we're going to do. So have a good night, everybody. We'll see you later. Good night. Bye-bye,